0: The Week 9 Recap and Monday Night Football Bombs edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by price Picks. Go to prizepicks.com backslash SGPN. Use the code SGPN for first deposit match up to $100. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform, parlays, player props, game lines. Download HOFBets.com. Use SGPN to get 50% off your first month. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game GameTime is last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Use code Promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And with that, now here we go with a song that starts the show for the bottom line, Bob's. Yes, welcome to The Bottom Line, box. I am your host, C.J. Sullivan, the man. the man. in the box. In the box. Sorry, just doing uh, my usual cleanup. Usual cleanup here. Let's get to the comments. You are in the C block. This is show number two. I was just in a college experience. Now it's my main show, Bottom Line Bombs. I see the chat already blowing up and coming over. Uh, welcome. My show is a little more just me in a box. The Bet, the Bet Detective, which was the other nickname. It just came up when I'm figuring out. I figure out the conspiracies and the inside jobs in the gambling world. I am the show that brings picks with bits for tobacco use only. And other things are going to rant. I do a man in the box segment at the end where I ran about today. It'll be about daylight savings, I believe. Uh, but also, I'll give you out a Monday night football bomb, and I'll recap the Sunday action of the NFL, the weekend action, I should say. Went 5-0 with the picks, with the bomb picks for the contest picks, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, I'm so fast. I want to welcome everyone who is here. I was in Vancouver this weekend. Did shows at the House of Comedy out there. God bless you if you showed up. Uh beautiful, beautiful area of the world, of North America in general. Um, Vancouver, Canada. It's gorgeous. Went hiking one day at all the trees and the nature. It's incredible. So beautiful. And then we went downtown. The gas light area or gas town, whatever, and uh. Not as beautiful. They have uh, open, literally, you know, they have open carry in Louisiana. Here they have, in Vancouver, they have open fentanyl, basically. just thousands and thousands of people openly smoking fentanyl or whatever. Any drug you're doing, fentanyl is in it. That's basically what the cops told us. No matter what you think you're doing, fe- there's fentanyl involved. And it's not a crime. So there you go. So then he's going around, and it was uh, pretty gross. But, you know, other than that, it was fucking gorgeous. Canada's always fun. Canada's always a little weird, always something a little off. You don't know what's going on. I couldn't couldn't quite get all the games. Yesterday, I was at the airport coming back, and they had hockey on everywhere. Hockey Matinee hockey. Couldn't get any football. I opened up my laptop. I was in uh, the ambassador club, you know. <laughs> uh, but it worked out. Todd Morris, welcome to the Bombs. I'll give you some bombs for the bomb emojis. Bryce Ridley says, what's up, brother? You answer fantasy questions? Go ahead. I answer fantasy questions, Bryce Ridley. Put anything you want in the chat. I'll answer them or I won't. Either way. Never hurts to ask, as people say. I like that saying. Never hurts to ask. I never got behind that. It always hurts me to ask. It, It should hurt you to ask. You should be ashamed. Just kidding. Not you guys. Not for... (laughs) <laughs> show-related questions. But, you know, people ask a favor. That's what they do. I don't mind if I ask you a favor. Hey, it never hurts to ask, right? What are you talking about? It only hurts me to ask for favors. I hate doing it. Captain Sanders says, drive through fentanyl like liquor in New Hampshire? There's no driving. It is just stumbling and zombies. It was, a, it was a, just zombies. And they all had nicer apartments to me because they got those single-unit single places, whatever it is. Anyway, um, but other than that, it was still great. It was more sad than anything. I don't really want to talk too much about that. Uh, and then on the flight back, I'll even get, I'll even, um, I know, cereal, I'm just joking. You sh- You should always ask for help. It's never a bad thing, especially when I think mental health is one of our sponsors too, for getting therapy. I, I, I'm just joking when I say that, no, cereal, you should always ask for help. Uh, I know, and I know cereal, you, especially today as a Dallas Cowboy fan, should always be asking for help. You know, such a bad things in a game that you dominated, but yet still lost because that's what Dallas does. I understand you're in a bad situation now, so I won't, uh, I won't rub it in that sack. Prescott got sack. Took another sack when he shouldn't have. That but I will give you this. I was so so I'm flying back from Vancouver to Los Angeles during the Eagles Cowboys game, the game that 99 percent of the country. Was watching, you know, that was the share, that was the game of the week, except for uh, above the clouds, if you're flying above clouds, because I had the live TV, I had the live TV option, Uh, that market share was Raiders-Giants. I got all that game, and I took it in every goddamn DeVito second of it. I wound up watching it later, but, you know anyway Let's not let's that's neither here nor there. Let's get into. like I said, we'll, I'll start off with the Monday night football. Uh, bombs real quick detonation because uh, you are my live audience I love you guys you get the free nuggets for tonight because it's time sensitive not to get you away from 130 college basketball games that are going on today as it is opening debut um, we'll get it and then we'll recap all the other NFL games and I'll get to a man in the box as well but real quick Monday night football and I'll even answer some of your fancy questions from Brad McCoy and Bryce Ridley and the boys um yeah, I wonder, Serial, If you are asking for help now, now that I uh, should ask the zebras for help. No, the, you know, I'll I'll get into I'll get into that in a little bit. And the, the referees and the giants. But anyway, uh, let's talk about these Chargers Jets real quick. It's, the line is three, three and a half. Depends where you look. Look for a three. The over under is forty one. Hard not to like the under in this game. Although it's hard to like the under Chargers games because they score and their defense is terrible. But the Jets defense is great and their offense is terrible. So it's a what do they call that? Movable object, irresistible thing, whatever the fuck it is. All I know is why do we keep getting these GD jets? I can't take this team anymore. And I get it. They wanted the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. But still, even if Aaron Rodgers was on this team, this this is too much jets. That being said, everyone likes the Jets tonight. <laughs> Especially if you're getting three and a half at home. They're, they keep winning games. They're horrible. They are wor- They they get worse and worse. The fact that they should have lost to the Giants last week, and then you see what the Giants are doing, you can't believe it. The thing is, no one likes to respect defense. No one likes to bet on defense. So I'm taking the Chargers minus three. I don't give a shit. Bob. I'm taking the Chargers minus three. I don't think this defense is a little overrated, too. And I have to admit, this is something I I want to happen more than I think is going to happen, which is never a good way to bet. I want Justin Herbert to have a good game, and I want him to throw over one and a half touchdown passes. I'll take that anyway. But I want it to happen just because... I hate these Jets g- <laughs> and I hate Robert Sally. And I hate how he's just like getting rewarded for this nonsense. The fact that they still have Zach Wilson, a quarterback, a guy they said they hate. They told him they hate him. They told us they hated him. And then they're lying to us and say they like him. And he's all and I don't even blame Zach Wilson for it. Oh my God. So there is that game tonight. There's um Chargers minus three. The other there's not too many. I like a Brees all over receiving yards. I can see that. I think it's at 21 and a half. He's going to get involved in the passing game. Um, the Jets defend the pass well. That's the problem. Under 41, I think, is the most solid play tonight. A lean charge is minus three because I want it to happen. And they need to win. The Jets need to win, too, of course, but they—they're—that that doesn't mean anything. Of course, it doesn't mean anything for the Chargers either. What am I talking about? So I just talked myself out of good plays. Anyway, um, that being said, take the under 41 and a half or 41 and Chargers minus three are my two bombs. Now, let me tell you about prize picks. Baseball, basketball seasons here. You can now pick. Combo projections across football and basketball from special leagues. a league created specifically for combo projections. You know, you got like LeBron James and Travis Kelsey's like 10 and three-pointers made plus receptions. Well, I, can't, I mean, thank God you can finally do cross-sports picks, parlays, you know? This is what prize picks allows for you. You can play alongside some of the favorite prize picks players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promos tab for the app view entrees from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy. So your entries stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games. If you have a player exits the game in the first half and does not return the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with the injury insurance policy. I could have used that yesterday. When I had what's-his-face, the Vikings' rookie quarterback overrushing and touchdowns, and he crumpled down and got a concussion, and they'd let Josh Downs come in and win the game. Uh, but there you go. You get to play along Meek Mill and, de- and dance to his dreams and nightmares like Robert Ursay did yesterday. There's something off-putting about all these old white men dancing to Meek Mill. Why is Meek Mill—and I love Meek Mill. Who doesn't love Meek Mill? Philly incarcerated rapper, but it's so funny how he's in, he's friends with all these NFL owners, just bizarre. Robert Kraft and you know now Jim Ursay. and you know. Hold up, wait a minute. They thought, thought I was finished. It's just weird watching all these white people r- scream his lyrics when it's about murder and I stay. What's up? Whoa! What are you talking about, Ursay who did Ursay murder? You could have murdered someone. Anyway. Point is you go to PrizePix <laughs> and you uh pricepics.com backslash SGPN. Use code SGPN for the first deposit. Match up to 100 dollars That's PrizePicks.com. Code SGPN. PrizePix Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. That's it. Now we go back to the show. I should have uh, put up the ad read thing with it, but I did not. All right. Let me take a look at some of these comments, and then I'll get into some of the NFL bombs that we'll do the recap there. Um, Bryce Ridley says, "Got a trade for Jonathan Taylor for Ayuk because receivers are Adam stealing Kirk, Cooper, and Deonte." Um, yeah, of course. I, although I, th- I like I like Br- Jonathan Taylor might be. Uh, Banged up. Something happened to him. He looked fine yesterday. Something happened to him in the game beforehand versus Saints, where he was doing great, amazing, ripping it up. And then he kind of heard him. He was limping. And then like, then he got like one carry in the second half. And they were like, ah, no, we just forgot to give it to him. Really? You would send Ayuk away for JT. I like Ayuk. You know what? I bet the guy just read an article. was an article in Sports Illustrated, that our fantasy section that said to trade for Brendan Ayuk. I bet that's what he read. But at the same time, you're loaded a receiver and Ayuk with Debo Samuel. I mean, I like Ayuk, but you know, and Debo Samuel might come back and hurt him. It's a little questionable. A little questionable. Um, here we go. I look at all these. Fa- I don't know if this became a fancy question. Brad McCoy says he has Kenneth Walker and Cooper Cup. He's at four and five. Should I take my losses? Trade one of them away? Maybe Gus and Cup for Ayuk and Higgins. Now Ayuk and Higgins. That's those are interesting players too. Now Higgins had a big game last night. But he's been down. But I think you can see Cincinnati's offense is about to roll. And Higgins has been down because Burrow's been down. So I like that. I I don't mind taking away. And Cooper Cup. if you can get something for Cooper. Cooper Cup is great. He's quarterback proof and all that. But these Rams are about to be a disaster. They're already bad, but they're they're about to be worse. Good Lord. If Stafford comes back, even if he does, what's going to happen then? He's just an old horse. Bet Detective is on that. Anyway, Captain Sanders has another excuse to talk about Tommy DeVito. You're goddamn right. We'll talk, to Tommy De- we'll talk to Tommy DeVito in a little bit. Serious says loves the Crosby picture. <laughs> then I have in there Crosby and Mark Davis. It's amazing. Um, anyway, E. Arbor wants to know, see, why don't the Niners flex the Niners, Jags, Jets, Raiders is garbage can? I know. Well, we can't get rid of these Jets because the NFL lies to you. The NFL doesn't care about what the best game is. They want to know what the market share is. in New York and Raiders are the market share. And they're going to hype it up. So you see from TC. Anyway, let's get into the show. Let's get into the bombs that were 5-0 as the chat room is getting lit. I love it, you guys. We went five and zero. We we talked. We'll talk. Let's talk about that. So that Vegas Giants game that was one of our winners. We had Vegas too. That was pillar to post. Vegas minus two, I believe. <coughs> that I watched pretty much every second of it because on the airplane, for some reason, that was the market share. Vegas Giants, and they didn't have a ticker going on. They didn't have anything. They had the D team announcers. They had Liner or Mark Sanchez, someone. It was amazing. So, Vegas won. Daniel Jones got hurt without getting touched. It was kind of sad. Tore his ACL. He may never play for the Giants again. That might be a blessing in disguise for the Giants. But Dable anyway. So, finally. So, Tommy DeVito gets back in there. And Tommy DeVito. Ferrari. He was bad again. No, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He was bad again. He loves running. but for, But they finally said, all right, you know what? We allow you to throw the ball, Tommy. Last week, we didn't let you throw the ball. This week, you can throw it a bit if you want. Tommy's like, I, I, I can throw it, you know. I I want the goose. We threw the ball Syracuse a bit. And I think I'm the only one who says he, I don't think he was that bad. His touchdown pass was like, he, he had one drive. It wasn't the worst. His He gets no protection there. I will say that about him. But how much did this fucking Raider team hate Josh McDaniels was the story out of this. Holy shit. I get it. They rallied for the coach, Antonio Pierce, you know, kind of a Saturday kind of way. But my God, they were so, I mean, it was cigars after the game and champagne that like they won the World Series. You beat Tommy DeVito, boys. Relax. And I get it. You wanted to do it. And then, then there's a story that Jay Glazer said that, that there was a meeting beforehand, air their grievances, and everyone just ripping on Josh. But was like, Pierce, can you say something for me? He's like, all right, uh, yeah, when he coached the Patriots, we beat him as the Giants. Remember that? I don't know how that helps McDaniels. McDaniels says, Don't you talk about the Patriots like that, and they fired him. I don't buy that story. I'm not saying that Brent, I'm not saying Jay Glazer a liar at all. But I bet someone told him that and he believes it as he wrestles with them in the octagon. Uh, but yeah, there's no way McDaniels said you don't talk about the Raiders like that. People when, that's what happens when people get fired and people are when everyone's down on someone and it's easy to kick Josh McDaniels because he's Josh McDaniels. Then, then all these stories come out and everyone just believes it. I also heard he didn't tip at the fucking uh, buffet at uh Cosmopolitan. Like what? Like where was this ship before? Where's that same energies? McDaniels was hated in that NFLPA survey. He is—he's a perfect anonymous survey because he comes from those Patriots. Those Patriots are so annoying. But I just don't think it's a little. But I love it, I was like, "Oh, we really wanted to win for Antonio Pierce. We just said, no matter what, we're going to leave it. Well, where was this the entire season? Ah, we didn't really care. Then, then we were just getting paid to be professional football players. Not enough motivation, you know what I mean? Had nothing to do with Jim Garoppolo being fucking best. So Tommy DeVito, he was, but he runs around like the backup and necessary roughness. Like blow the whistle, blow the whistle. Hey, Tommy. And he's just yelling at fucking defensive lineman. He's, run, he's running in head first to these guys. It was hilarious. Anyway, the Raiders slaughtered him. <laughs> big win for them. That was a big win. Um the Dable. And I still understand. So once Daniel Jones goes out, they have Matt Barkley as a third-string quarterback, but he wasn't active. So if DeVito got hurt, that was it again. That's back-to-back weeks. How is there not a third-string quarterback on on the sideline? What is this? I still don't get the rule. You create a sport where every rule is to protect these quarterbacks and they in the entire offense, the entire sport you know hinges on them being out there. So why can you even have three of them? Now, nah, you know, can't suit them up. We got to suit up 4 40 other guards and tackles. You can only have two quarterbacks and one kicker. That's it. The two most important positions on the field, quarterback and kicker, they make up over 70% of the scoring. And reasons why team score. And you can only have one kicker and two quarterbacks. Why? That happened yesterday in the Houston-Tampa Bay game. Their kicker got hurt. So they have to have a running back. To, what's his name? Darre? whatever his name is. He had a kick for that. How come teams are – I love when a kicker gets hurt. NFL teams are never prepared when a kicker gets hurt. They got specialists who can 65-yard field goal soccer style from Spain. Then if they hurt a toe, uh-oh, let's get our biggest lineman to kick it straight on and put their weight behind it. They have no idea what to do. Yeah, Dable misses Buffalo, all right. Dable, the, the fact that Dable got coach of the year last year is looking worse and worse. That is not going to hold up. That's going to hold up as well as Marissa Tomei's Oscar. You know, we look back like, What? She got an Oscar for doing that obnoxious act. I mean, it's funny. I know I'm my cousin Vinny, but we gave her an Oscar. What the fuck were we doing? What did we think? It was an MTV Movie Award or something? Dable, Coach of the Year. Hilarious. So the Raiders got their win. Congratulations, Raider. And you beat Tommy DeVito. I I I hope Tommy DeVito quarterbacks the rest of the way. Come on, who cares? What's Matt Barkley going to show you? Sure, he might be competent, but this is a disaster. That's how you get the number one pick. You get a Tommy DeVito. Hey, everybody, eats with Tommy. first is Ben Denoo. Get Ben Denucci to back up Tommy DeVito. Get a Ben Denucci on there. Everybody eats with a Ben of Denucci. Oh, offense against a touchdown. Defense against a touchdown. Tommy DeVito, got running around. Our other game, speaking of quarterbacks, then you see what happened in Minnesota, in Atlanta, the Minnesota-Atlanta game. Minnesota was another bomb we hit, plus four and a half. It was a good number because they went off at three and a half. They went outright because Josh Dobbs gets in there. Josh Dobbs, they signed, like, on Thursday. He knows none of the plays. He goes out there, throws two touchdowns, runs for another one, have a huge comeback, and they beat Atlanta. That just proves how complicated coaches make quarterbacking in the NFL. It doesn't need to be fucking this complicated. Josh Dobbs knew none of the plays. Didn't know the players' names. Who cares? They're like, okay, this guy's going this way. This guy's going that way. Make it happen. And they do. Touchdown. Why? And and Dobbs is a smart guy. He's like an engineer or something, right? He was like an aerospace engineer. talking Tennessee. He's like a brilliant guy. Obviously, he keeps learning. He keeps getting traded, and he keeps learning different playbooks. He was doing well with Arizona, a little too well. Arizona's like, "Hey, we're not here to win games. Let's get, let's ship you out to Minnesota or something." They're going nuts though about that. Like, oh, he was learning the cadence on the sideline. How? All right. Listen, I'm all on board on the Josh Dobbs miracle story. How he didn't know the plays and they're teaching him. Hey, he goes left. He goes right. He runs a post. Hit him on the flag. The cadence. All right. Calm down. Hike one, hike two. Blue 43 on you. Let's go break. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're not doing a complicated false singles, but like, how hard is it to just do say, okay, we're going to do it on three. Hut, hut, hike. Just saying that. <laughs> um, Sean D. Kane says, Dob lived a literal episode of Quantum Leap. Max? Max, where am I? I'm in. I'm i You're in the Mercedes-Benz uh, Dome. <laughs> Scott Bakula. They should do a Quantum Leap Necessary Roughness mix because so Scott Bakula, the original Quantum Leap guy and one I grew up on, and then he was the quarterback of Necessary Roughness. That'd be great. That'd be fun if he just dropped in the middle of different games each week. They wanted to do that reboot instead. They just did a regular old reboot with an Asian guy. With an Asian guy, secret Asian guy. Now, I'm not being racist with the song. I'm just getting around musical copyrights. That's how you got to do it. Serial um, says, DeVito's next on the injury list after Dallas next week. Now, nah, I don't know about that, Serial. That'd be amazing. Now, the Cowboys, they're, they're, the Cowboys will beat the Giants, Serial. You're right. That's a team they can beat. They like beating bad teams. They like beating up on him. Yeah. One guy I don't want to be that week is Tommy DeVito. Um, You'll like this story, Serial. One of my favorite old Will McDonough quotes. The great Boston Globe sports writer, Will McDonough, father of Sean McDonough, I believe. He used to host a show with Bill Parcells and, uh, I think Dave Campo was the Cowboys' coach, and they were playing Tampa Bay, opening game of the season. Warren Sapp, Tampa Bay, like the good Tampa Bay, tough defense. you know Tony Dungy, Tampa Bay defense, and Quincy, and they were running option. That was the thing Campo was going to do. We're going to run option, and Will McDonough had a great line in that accent. He goes, "One quarterback I don't want to wouldn't want to be this week, Quincy Carter." wouldn't want to be Quincy Catter this week with Warren Sapp and the boys. Anyway, one thing I don't want you to be is uh, Danny DeVito <laughs> or Tommy DeVito. I'm not apologizing about the race jokes, E.R., bro. I'm apologizing for the musical copyrights. Can't get the song. For my singing voice. I'll never apologize for that. For race jokes. Like I said, I'm trying to get on the air so I can get canceled. Can't cancel me until I get on the air, baby. Baby. How about Joe Burrow last night? He's who's he, who's amazing. Joe Burrow. They're back. Broadway. Joe. Like, like we said, that was another bomb. We hit Cincinnati minus one over Buffalo. Um, they're like, wake me when it's November. That's the Bengals theory. Like, whatever. We'll get to the playoffs. But he's so Broadway. Joe at the end. who's was a close at times. Whatever. So sideline reporter interview at the games. They like, how's your finger. Ah, it's nothing wrong. That's football. Baby. And like it, it looked like he was calling her baby, which he kind of had a, which he didn't apologize for because he's Joey Burrow, those guys don't apologize. I just meant like in the Al Davis way. Fuck off, baby. Burrow's hilarious, <laughs> he really is. Oh man. Anyway, so Minnesota got their win. Unbelievable. Arthur Smith is the worst. He there's so many bad coaches and so many bad footballs. Now you realize it might not have been Desmond Ritter's fault. I don't know Taylor Hankey's better. I'm not saying he's not. At least now, who knows if Desmond will really be better? But there was that one video Kurt Warner broke down, like of all the just how bad the offensive s- s- plays are in Atlanta. And Arthur Smith is like, "Well, fuck, you know, everyone can do a hot take, you know? Come on down." First of all, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, Kurt Warner, and it wasn't a hot take. It was a an X's and O's analysis with film. It was the op. It was the opposite of a hot take. A hot take is just a bullshit opinion that, like, that I have. <laughs> um, point is, Arthur Smith was terrible. <laughs> and then he, because he's so dismissive, and I, I, I knew Arthur Smith grew up rich. I didn't know he was that rich. I just found that out. That he's the son of the founder of FedEx. Dear Lord, that's money. The owner, the founder of FedEx. That's why his first job was at Washington. That was only FedEx Stadium. My God. Anyway, um, but the point is there was a tweet that everyone roasted him about because last week they asked him about, why is your offense so bad? He goes, anyone who knows football, that's what he does. And that's what a, a rich kid who's not qualified does. If you know football reporters... Then you know it takes a long time for a quarterback and a coach to develop and come and sync in their offense. It takes a long time. Cut to two days later. Really? Because uh, Josh Dobbs just learned the offense in a, during our commercial break. He didn't even hit. The, he didn't hit the skip ads button during our commercial break. He learned the entire Vikings offense enough to beat you. What did you say about that? They did. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we hit that. We hit Cincinnati. We hit Vegas. We hit Minnesota. What was the other one we had? We hit the Bears plus eight and a half. We don't need to talk about that. Saints. The Saints did what the Saints did. They, they, they won. They should have won by more, but they didn't. We'll skip that game. And then, of course, Eagles-Cowboys. Uh, Serial, where are you on that one? Now, it was a great game. I did not see it while the whole country – I mean, I watched it later on. replay. I didn't get to watch it live. I, so, I, so I'm watching the fucking – I watched all the Vegas Giants game on the airplane. I landed LAX. Eagles were up 28-17. I'm like, ah, it should be all right, right? I knew it wasn't over, obviously. but. And then by the time I got there, it was like a minute left well, as soon as I landed. So I go no a bar, and it's right when the Cowboys get the ball for the final, final, final time. They only had eight different chances to win the game. And they get the pass interference, go up to the 50, and that drive happens. And it's me. And, of course, this table full, his family, and the, and the dad's a cowboy fan because there's always a goddamn cowboy fan. Out. And he's in a tank top. Cowboy fans are always in tank tops at public bars, always. And they're not ripped. But they're in tank tops. <laughs> And then the Eagles got to win because Dak took a sack and what he did. They did what they did. Um, I don't blame you. You can't blame Dak Prescott. Like I said, I love Dak Prescott. I hope he's the Cowboys quarterback for fucking 10 more years because he's good, but he's just not good enough, you know? He just doesn't do that. He doesn't beat great teams, but he does beat bad teams. And he beats them and he beats them enough where it gets everyone riled up, like, ah, oh, here we go. We're back. And then they then somehow, someway they always lose. Anyway. E. Arbor says CJ, you warned me about Saints and the survivor. It was a tough game. I mean, that Bears Saints game was back and forth. The Bears easily could have won that game. They didn't. Congratulations if he did survive if he did survive with Saints. We had Cleveland to survive, but you know. I right, want to know who had a worse collapse at the end, the Bucks or Falcons. Bucks secondary should be fine for that performance. Just Bucks did have an injury during the game that, but their secondary was horrendous. I'll get into that game in a second. Um that was for, for the 5 and 0 bombs. Let's see. Let me just bomb that in. Oh yeah, Siri, you're right. The BS calls. Uh the BS calls I did miss I, I watched the game at the end i saw first of all the, the, the penalties were 10 and 10 each side and Eagles got penalized for more yards Granted, half was on that interference call and you got that ridiculous roughing the d- roughing the DAC on that final drive too that sets you up for that touchdown the penalties were even 10 10 so i don't want to hear <laughs> anyway Dallas, you'll get another chance to play us and then complain about something else that time That's what you guys do. But first, and when you do cereal, want to go to that game, you go to game time. You want to go to Jerry's world for the Eagles Cowboys revenge game. This time we will have all the refs in there. Maybe Steven Jones can come up in a competition committee and abolish the tush push. Well, then you go to the game time app. You get your last ticket last ticket deals. You get the you get a ticket that's not objective. They show you where it's at so you can look up at their TV screen, and you buy, an, the, you buy a ticket that's not as expensive the closer it gets to game time. That's a beauty of game time. As the game gets closer, the tickets get cl- cheaper. So download the game time app, create a co- account, use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's code CFBX for $20 off. Then you buy the best seat in the house for the revenge game for the Eagles-Cowboys game Serial, and then you can look up at Jerry's TV and complain about referees. Just kidding. We are back here on the Bottom Line Bombs. I am CJ Sullivan. I love all you guys, especially you cereal. And I'm sure I love you all equally. Just joking. If I can't rag you a little bit the day after an Eagles beat the Cowboys game, when can you? Come on. You know, that's what we're here for. Um, let me write down the ad. But a thank you, everyone, on YouTube. As a matter of fact, it's time for you to like me. Like me back now. Hit the thumbs up. Don't just sit there. Oh, I'm watching through the YouTube. Let me go through, let me go through the StreamYard. yard. Yeah, go ahead and hit that thumbs up and like the button. Like I said, you don't need to actually like me. Just pretend you do. Lie to the algorithm and hit that thumbs up. I love having you guys in there. I'll try to answer any of your questions in your Survivor. Survivors, Fantasies, whatever you want. You can toss your questions out there. I'll get to it. Maybe I'll even type it in there. Who knows? Um, Let me recap a few more of the NFL games, then I'll get to the the man-in-the-box segment. That Houston-Tampa Bay game was great. But like I said, the teams are never ready for a kicker being hurt. How did C.J. Stroud – C.J. Stroud looks incredible – which is amazing. Which is funny how he's the only Ohio State quarterback that looks good for some reason. But how did how did they lose to the fucking Panthers the week before? How did he lose to Bryce Young? I think he did it just to keep for Bryce Young's ego and for Carolina's offense because like Carolina obviously made a mistake taking Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. That, there's just no doubt around that. It's not too early to say that. It's it's that's the truth. Frank Reich is like, Jesus, I'm never going to coach again. They showed him yesterday after the second pick six young throws, and he's like, I am never coaching again because the owner drafted this guy. <laughs> that's what happens with it. It's incredible. But I just love how – so if you had Houston minus two and a half, that's a bad beat, I guess. You want to say it's a bad beat? Houston won by two. I mean, it was an incredible game. You're right. Tampa Bay's defense was brutal. Baker played good. People don't want to talk about that because it's Baker. Um, to their minus two and a half, they scored a touchdown. An extra point would have made it three, but they had to take a knee because they didn't want to risk it getting blocked and brought back for two points, which is the weirdest rule. One of the weirdest rules in football that if you block an extra point or bring an extra point back the other way, it's two points. So I do agree with what they did because they had a running back kicking the ball. So they were going for two every time. They were going for a fourth down, which actually, unbeknownst to them, makes them a better team when you're going for a fourth down all the time like that. But then he did kick a 29-yard field goal. That was amazing. It's always amazing when a non-kicker does something kicking-wise and the team goes crazy for it. No, you don't kick. I, I I agree with the non-kick as well. Serial's saying they still could have ran a play. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. But if they if it's a fumble, you can fumble it, too, you know, like DeAndre Swift. And uh, they can return that back for two. I don't know why they, were, they kept going. What's weird is that an extra point now is deeper than a field goal sometimes because he kicked a 29-yard field goal, but the extra point's like longer. Because they were going for two when there was no need, to, not when not there was no need to, but mathematically it didn't make any sense. But it was—it's kind of a brutal, brutal way. <laughs> Cyril says, "Baby shit soft, lol." I think he really—I think he might have been on, might have been on uh, Houston. I get it. I get. It. It's a weird way to do it. It's a weird way to. to uh, it's a bad way to lose when they take a knee. I'm surprised teams don't do that more often, actually. That's why they just that's why they have to make these extra points automatic. They keep fucking with it. It's so funny, because extra points used to be so automatic. They're like, well, let's move it back then and make it 35 yards. Why? It's too easy. They just hate kickers. They hate when kicking is easy. That's why you can't have a backup kicker. They Football thinks kicking is too effeminate. So they want to make, they don't, they're like, fuck them, who cares? Cut them, whatever. That's why they changed the overtime rules. First score wins, unless it's a field goal. Field goal than the other team gets because that wasn't real. That was soft. That was feminine. A safety, which is less points than a field goal, counts as a win in overtime. Why? Because it takes a man to score a safety unless you snap it over the head, <laughs> which is funny because that's how most safeties are. Either you run out of the back of the end zone by accident or, or a punter snapped over the head like in uh, or a shotgun snap over the head like Denver in a Super Bowl. Buffalo going for two when down fourteen. Yeah, that's that's the new mathematics serial. I don't I don't know if I agree with that either, but it's true. What that is is if you're down fourteen, you go for two because you're supposed to be fifty percent of two point conversion. So if you miss it, you're down eight. You can still score a touchdown on two and tie it. If you make it, then you're down six. Then a seven points wins you the game. You don't have to go to overtime. See that's the, see the thing is with g- going for one. The, the theory behind that is. If you kick one, it's to tie it up. You still have to win in overtime. This eliminates having to win in overtime. Either way, they weren't getting the ball back. A lot to bring down. That's Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati. Joey Burrow. DeMar Hamlin. Those are DeMar Hamlin it. Did DeMar Hamlin even play last night? There's enough segments on it. I get it. It's a story. Tell you what I don't like about the DeMar Hamlin story. No offense to DeMar Hamlin, <laughs> I'm not trying to talk shit about DeMar, Demar Hamlin, who, who you know, I'm never, you're never going to win that argument. But the DeMar Hamlin rescue team, I'm, I've had enough of them. All right. <laughs> I've had enough of this goddamn EMS team. They get they they bring they're the dream team. They bring out like they're the fucking '92 Barcelona dream team basketball. Oh my god, these guys saved his life. They got his number on the back of their ambulance. They're being a toast of to the town. Holy shit, with this Tamar Hamlin stuff, you did your job. I get it, but you you didn't come out of the stands. It's not like what was there. Is there a doctor in the house? Is there an EMS team in? The, is there a defibrillator in the house? The Cincinnati Dream Team of emergency squads. Holy Lord! They're retiring numbers again. Fat and SASS, calm down. All right. You haven't had to do a gig. <laughs> the easiest gig in the world is is the uh, the the emergency team at a, at a at a fucking football game or sports. game. Maybe not football, but you know, because there's one at each one. It's just for the cameras here. Ah, we drive out there. Usually, uh, all right, lift it up. How many times did they fall the guy on the stretcher? But this team, my lord, they're ringing the stock bell. The stock bell. The, the stock market fell. <laughs> Here they are, and they do the, the group hug. They're at the SBs. All right, when do you guys work? Why don't you go back to work and get down into town? Go about the Vancouver or is a street of fentanyl? I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I need that song to sit me. Should I do some zippy tragedies? Yeah, Captain Insane was down to one five comeback player. He was like minus seven hundred for comeback player of the year. He's gotta get on the field. They're they're throwing him on the field for a kickoff team, you know. Tomorrow Hamels tomorrow Amos shit is annoying. It's a lot more tragic. You know, it's funny. So so this segment, C generates, that you guys love, you know. When I say this music makes any any sound any story sound zippy. I was listening to radio and they actually do like they play like house music and like DJ music one nerd telling the news and the news is always tragic. I was like, Palestine reports that 10,000 people have now been killed in the Gaza Strip (laughs) or there was an earthquake in Nepal. 157 people died. (laughs) 5.6 magnitude worse than a decade. So I do it as a joke just because of that song. But uh I was listening to radio. And they, they, they actually kind of do that. They have like house music playing while the news person reads reads the news because that's what the radio's gotta do. Like, okay, what's going on? I mean. I should I should have downloaded some fucking house music before I played, before I talked about this. Maybe I should do it as tragic stories. Talk about AI. Is now using nude photos and videos geared towards young women and teenagers. Who couldn't see that coming? Fake porn. <laughs> like I said, anytime there's any new technology online or computer, men will jerk off to it and ruin it. Twitter, chat roulette, anything. There's gonna be, there there's it's gonna be masturbated on eventually. So AI, yeah, they're going to use it For fake nudes And ruin women's lives That's what men do Siri wants to know Can you win comeback player of the year If you get injured in four snaps And come save the team for the playoffs I mean Writers do this shit and how, This is why he's going to win Demar Hammond will win comeback player of the year Even if he does just get on the field For a couple snaps and, I, and I'm sitting on a Lamar Jackson Comeback Player of the Year ticket at 25-1. to 1, Which I don't think is going to happen. Because it's all narrative. He might win the MVP, but he's not going to win Comeback Player of the Year. Because it's all about the narrative and writers, you know, and then you get out of free. So if you get outed as the guy who did not vote for Damar Hamlin, I mean, writers are assholes, but (laughs) you don't want that smoke. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't good of a play. He was only a wedge buster. I know he died on the field and all. But Jameson Williams, he came back from uh, betting on parlays or Calvin Ridley. He was sad for a year. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway. Um, what are we talking? What was I talking about? Got a lot of a lot of comments firing up. I'm on those Oregon Ducks too. They're up forty thirty at halftime. That's good to know. It's hard to to get into. I'm so whatever. I, I, like I said, I'm not rooting against Demar Hamlin. I am rooting. I am rooting against the Cincinnati Emergency. I'm sick of them being celebs out there. All right, let's get to the box. Then. The the box. <laughs> right, Scott the says the guy who didn't vote for Jeter. And God forbid you don't vote for Derek Jeter for something like that. Then you get ripped apart. Then you get fucking strung up. Then you can't have free dinners with the Cincinnati Emergency Squad, you know? So, anyway, we are here. We are in the box. Uh, like I said, thank you for everyone. Taylor Survivor and 5-0. Whoa, whoa. Thursday, of course, which is... We're live here on the C Block. Every Thursday and Monday. One thir- College starts at noon Pacific. And then the bottom line bombs. My show, man, the box starts at one Usually one forty-five, And I'll have... Uh, hopefully the 5-0 and bombs. I mean, that wraps up the second quarter for the circuit contest. So a new quarter starts. So we'll get a momentum going for that. We are now... What's to make our overall record? We have... We were 2019 and one, so 25, 19 and one. It's pretty good. And we had the Monday Night Football bombs today, and maybe we'll get into some college basketball. Who knows? There's more sports coming there. Um, we got a lot, a lot to go on to. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying that extra hour. We had daylight savings uh, over the weekend. I like to say, daylight savings, the good one happened on Saturday, where you get the hour back. Although, as you get older, you kind of want to go forward. You want more time to die. No, I'm just kidding. You want to, <laughs> you lose the daylight, but you get, you go out in the bars and the bars go back like that. You know, it's like uh, two o'clock. That's always, that was good. I mean, not that I go out to bars anymore, but the two o'clock. That was always great. And I always argued. If two o'clock goes back to one o'clock, then once it goes to two, it should go keep going back. So it should be in perpetuity. You should always be out there. I do have a joke about how uh, the lights should go on an hour early. I'm not saying set. I'm not saying close, but turn the lights on at one o'clock along with it, so everyone get a good look around and see where they're at in life. You know. When that last call light comes on, there's that last call sound. Ah, uh, because you find this you've been talking to for the last hour. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, 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 good. A couple more Jaeger bombs. Anyway, uh, point is daylight savings happens. You know what's always funny about daylight savings? So, uh, on paper, it's a pretty big thing daylight savings. We all collectively decide to change time as we know it. You know? We go like, okay, yeah, you know how everyone thinks right now? It's 2.38 p.m. Pacific, 5.38 Eastern, 4.30 Central, 3.30 Mountain, if you agree with that fucking weird-ass time zone. Um, So we all agree to move time. But then there's no advertising for it. It's just like a rumor that happens. You would think that would be the biggest story of the month, the day, whatever. Hey, don't forget, but it's always like... You just hear about it. Oh, it's tonight daylight savings like it's a whisper when you're out. Oh, we got another. Is it is we it, is it, are we forward? Are we backward? Is there a rhyme to this? Yeah, spring forward, fall back. Or do 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 ba ba boo a after e i o u. What? How is this not the news story of the night? Yeah, before we get into Palestine and Israel, uh, we we we'd be remorse if we we'd be remorseful. We're remiss if we didn't say time as you know it will be altered your entire life will change but the reality is it doesn't change that much i used to say it's a rumor that you could start you could start it up you could have said it's daylight savings any of the last saturday nights when you're out people would believe you it's like uh boxing matches before the internet and shit like that like you know like when mike tyson and roy jones their fights would happen like it cuz it was in, if you were from the east coast it would always be in the middle of the night cuz they'd be fighting in vegas or something I used to spread those rumors. Yeah, Tyson lost. What? Yeah, he lost. And then you wouldn't know until the next morning that someone was lying. <laughs> but anyway, so people do react to it. So, like, I got an email today from someone who were like, sorry. Someone's like, sorry, I'm still, I'm still messed up from Daylight Savings. So the guy, people use the Daylight Savings excuses, like, for a couple weeks. I always love these people. Just admit you didn't You didn't text back or you didn't email back. He tried to throw Daylight Savings in there as an excuse why. And I hope they're not listening because they know I'm talking about them. But he's like, yeah, sorry to get back on this. Uh, daylight Savings really has me messed up. What? What are you talking? What would you get off a flight from Japan? What are you talking about? You went to sleep and your phone changed while you were sleeping. You didn't have to do anything. You wouldn't even fucking known. Why do I curse right there? Your microwave, that's the only thing. The only one who knows daylight savings happened is your microwave. Because your phone and your microwave are no, no longer in sync. And to be honest with you, microwave, screw you. No one's telling you about it. I might not even change your microwave. I'm gonna to wait to the mic, you know what? I'm gonna wait six months from now, microwave. When we move the clocks back up an hour, then you'll have the right time. But for the next six months, you're gonna be the wrong time because nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about your clock. I hate pushing microwaves. Microwaves, you were the big you were the big thing in the 80s. Okay. You needed a clock. You have all these buttons that nobody uses. People use two buttons on the microwave. And then they beep. I hate when you. I hate when you put something in my. How does this get into microwave ranting? I was talking about daylight savings. <laughs> That's what happens in the box. This thing can go anywhere. I can go from daylight savings to microwaves. Nothing safe. Nothing safe when you're in my peripheral vision in the box. But no. But seriously, this is why I hate microwaves. Because first of all, microwaves. I get it. You're on hard times. You were the shit in the eighties. You were the invention. Now you get a free one. You know if you open up a checking account. Not that people have checking counts anymore, but I mean you, get, you know, they're they're like with VCRs or nothing. You can find you can find them behind the couch, you can vacuum them up or something instead of bending over. I don't know, what that means that's a joke. Um So microwaves have the clock, they have 30 buttons on there, you don't need any of them. You need like two buttons on a microwave. And the clock, I don't even know how to set you, I don't wanna know how to set you. So you're just gonna be you're just gonna be the wrong time until spring. But I hate when you cook something in there, and then it, like you know, you're you're not gonna rush over to open it sometimes, and it maybe I'll do an air, and sometimes I'll do a microwave, and I'm not doing it, I'm, you know, cleaning up or taking a shower, or whatever, and then it, it beeps to remind you, beep, beep, I'm in here. Yeah, I know, I know microwave, all right. I know my fucking Lean Cuisine's in there. I'll get to you. Well, I'm just saying, it's been a while. Just want to make sure you don't forget that I that I heated up a f- <laughs> I heated up those frozen wings from last night. They're in here. Did you forget that they're in here? No, microwave. I didn't. I don't care. Listen, microwave. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be staring at you. That's when I want to eat. That's when I'll be looking right at it. And as soon as you're done, I'll pop it open. Like, I like when I say, like, let stand in microwave for one to two minutes. Yeah, LOL. No way. I've never let... I'm I'm not letting anything stand for one to two minutes to cool off. I'm either eating it immediately or I am. I'm, I'm wandering around. <laughs> Wobbly Rooster says... <laughs> I don't know if you're you trying to sell this thing. It's a Facebook Marketplace. Bro, speaking of VCR, looked up how much a DVD-VCR combo is. $450 refurbished, $700 new. That's crazy. Oh, a DVD-VCR combo. The DVD-VCR combo was hilarious because that was like when the DVDs came out, people were scared to get rid of the VCRs. Those were people who were just scared to let go of the VCR technology. I think my dad got one. So, well, how do we have all these videotapes? How do we convert it to the DVD? You don't. You say goodbye to videotapes forever. They're cumbersome, Okay. I love I'm not saying I don't like microwaves, but they're too big for their britches. Cereal says air fryer better than the microwave. Of course it is. I know. I use the air fryer as an oven now, whatever it is. Blow it out. Although you can't talk about fryer. You can't be the guy who talks about the air fryer. That's careful. It's a careful it's a it's a weird culture, that air fryer culture. You gotta have an air fryer. Air fryers they are best, but just keep it on the wraps, you know. I need to get a new one. Yarba says he loves his microwave. I know. I'm not saying. I'm not talking bad about microwaves. I'm just saying. Does anyone have VCR and DVDs? In college, we had. Remember the TV VCR combo? The 13 inch TV with the VCR built into it. That was a hot item. That was a good dorm room item. And then when you turned off the videotape, the screen would go completely blue. So that was a joke we did in college. If anyone if anytime you caught someone watching the blue screen, that means you just walked in on them uh masturbating, basically. Those things were just loaded with porn tapes in college. And then uh someone would walk in, you have you jump up real quick and hit stop. Oh, were you watching the blue screen, were you? We yeah, just watching the blue over here. Nothing. Why? What are you up to? Just How'd that how that test go? What test? I don't know. Just stopped. Uh, this is just very embarrassing. Microwave Man in the Box, Todd Moore says. I'm all for that.
1: Look at my hair. I'm looking at my hair in
0: this thing. Here. E. Arbo says there's a ton of great movies. I used to have I used to have a huge VHS collection. A lot of it copied right from TV, recorded off Prism. Which was the Philly HBO? You got it was HBO, but wasn't then have all the great movies. But you still get you know you get some movies, but you also get sports. You get like Sixers and Flyers and Phillies. So that's why uh, we had Prism. It also had Emmanuel at night. Speaking of the blue screen, <laughs> the seer, the Emmanuel series Prism it had anything you wanted. I'll tell you that much. And then yeah, I duffel bag. Here's the thing of the VHS tapes. But, and, and then, then we got to wrap up this box, this VHS man in a box segment and wrap up the show here because we're getting late as it is. Um, Yeah. So I have movies, Fletch, you know, the whole, the whole thing. SP, LP, SLP. SP was slow play. That was two hours. LP long play, four hours. Or SLP, yes, super long play, six hours. You get the SLP tape, six hours. You get three movies on there. Fit them on there. Quality is not as great. As a as a two-hour SP. But you can have this huge movie collection. We color coordinated them. We did a whole thing. We labeled them. We documented them. My dad had a lot of golf on tape. We had a thing in our library no not library, our bookshelf, where it looked like a library. It was like but it was a V but it was VHS. It was videotape holders, you know, but they looked like, you know, leather-bound books, as they say in Anchorman. But there were actually four videotapes that were away separate from our videotape collection because they were special. You know? My dad's Charlie Sullivan special super four. That was like your top eight MySpace friends. This was his top four VIP VHS tapes away from our chest box of videotapes. And in that special four was the 1985 Villanova championship game when they beat Georgetown in one of the greatest upsets in sports history. I think it was a replay, actually, from Channel 17 a couple months later. But anyway. Um, maybe a couple Ben Crenshaw putting videos? I don't know. Anyway, but they had a the Villanova-Georgetown game on there, some Ben Crenshaw putting videos, and maybe an, possibly an Eagles-Cowboys-Ray Rhodes game. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Point is... Eventually, we had to just get I had to so you would move apartment to apartment, and I'm half of the shit I was moving was just duffel bags of videotapes of movies, and I'm like, how long am I going to live like this? So eventually, I just set it to sail. I went to the went to the went to the lake, Lake Chicago, Lake Michigan, or in Chicago, and just floated them away and waved goodbye, like it was a baby floating it down the river. <laughs> I know. Sean D. Kane says, reusing tapes. Next thing you know, you're watching WrestleMania 17. Suddenly a Sonic Hedgehog cartoon interrupts. Taping over a tape, that's always that's when you start getting into clones, you know. Tom Omansky baseball trading videos, those are good ones. Throwing balls through a garbage cans. Then there's uh Girls Gone Wild. Speaking of porn tapes. Was that the pinnacle? Was that the Was that the last Surah VHS tapes? The Girls Gone Wild. Back when you would order tapes off of TV commercials. Freddie McGriff does recommend. Todd Moore still watch Silk Stockings on DVD. Hilarious! Co- Combat, you guys. I mean, 250 CD case movies. Cereal, yeah, I remember those cereal. You put them on the wall, right? Even like audio cassette tapes. That nice brown wood. You put that together. That was just a business. The business of where to hold your fucking tapes and DVDs. The girl's gone wild, guys. In jail, right? He was an obvious creep that did sexual. So I mean, come on. Who couldn't see that coming? And with him, Died the Videotape Check out Matt McCarthy's TikTok he does a, he, He's a big VHS guy He does a whole thing with videotapes Check him out on socials I should plug my own stuff Including my other podcast, Blackout Diaries. I do with Sean Flannery If you like drinking stories, back when I used to drink uh, It's a very funny show But that is going to do it for today's Man in the Box And today's show, thank you for everyone who is with us today. What a great, great show. What a great fucking absolute chat room. Absolute chat room. I don't even know how to say words. Um, follow me on the social media. CJ Sullivan was Instagram was taken on Instagram, not like Liam Neeson. Um, on Twitter, I'm CJ, at CJ Sullivan underscore, and now it's called X. Um, e Arbo, real quick, says the first time he tripped on mushrooms, we watched girls going wild commercials for three hours and laughed at everything. I know it seems like those those infomercials went on for ever at late hours of the night. You know, Faces of Death tapes, Faces of Death and and One mixtapes all at the same time. You had to know a guy, a guy in college wanted to go. He dropped it off. Faces of Death were wild. Always weird people that had the whole collection of faces of death. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it. Give us subscribe to the bottom line bombs here if you're not already. Like it if you haven't liked it already. Subscribe on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you want listen to your podcast. That's important too. Just so I get the download. Just download me. Uh, just kidding. If you like it, share it with 50,000 of your friends, and then we'll get somewhere, see generates. We got something cooking here, and now we're including 5-0. and oh. So, with that, boys, girls, degenerates, good luck. Let's hit these bombs at night, and uh, see you on a Betamax sometime. Goodbye. <laughs>